Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we probably talk about our feelings a little bit too much, but that's okay. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. And it is the last mental health check of the year. Um, and the first one that we're going to do will be at Hale Varsity Club Live. So if you're in Omaha, you can come and see us on January 20th, 20th at Hale Varsity Club. They're going to be doing a uh, um, alcohol-free mixology class. I'm um, excited that and then we will record right before that so if you're in omaha come see us we'll tweet out send out some social media stuff here shortly but that is coming up surprise motherfucker! <laughs> coming out with us i'm excited for the mocktail class like everyone's like oh you're excited for that you're not excited to record your first live in-person podcast i've done live broadcasts before that used right. to be my job that's like a, that's a normal function of what i do but um, I'm I'm really jacked to to be able to go out and Hale Varsity Club is such a fucking cool space. And I'm not saying this because I like am part of you know the the umbrella. Yeah. But like the food is fucking great. It the is atmosphere good. is fucking great. And the room that is set up for the live events has been put together by oh I don't know probably over a hundred collective years of live broadcasting and promotions experience. So yeah. it is fucking mwah. It is great. It's, it's super um, awesome. Super, super pumped that we get to go play on the new on the new equipment. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so that'll be fun. We'll send out all the details. Um, I think probably next week. Yeah. Um, well, the, this week, the when this episode drops, the week of. So, um, being that it is the last mental health check of the year of 2022, the year of our Lord, what a piece of fucking giant flaming trash this has been. How many years have we said that about though? <laughs> This one, for whatever, we're 2006. Seriously. But I, I think everybody was like even more hopeful because, you know, of the last three years, basically. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it ended up just being more of the same old bullshit. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a meme that attacked both of us this week that we saw on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so the thing about when you put out like a, a an episodic thing where you do shows on a daily or a weekly basis, sometimes you run out of ideas every now and then. Mm-hmm. And that's where Sasha and I were this week. And we're like, well, fuck, we've got a mental health check. What are we going to talk about? We threw a couple ideas out and we're like, no, that's not it. And I was like, OK, well, this meme attacked me. And all Sasha says back is 1000 percent. I'm like, oh, there's <laughs> our topic. Shit. Um, yeah. But no, this was like. Some very we're gonna we're being lightheaded or lighthearted fuckheads right now because we're gonna get into some shit when we're gonna talk about this in a little bit. So spoiler alert, we're gonna talk about some real fucking feelings today. Um, but like it's it's important to talk about because nobody had this conversation with us, as in Sasha and I. Like we had to find this shit out the hard way. And just because we learned the hard way doesn't mean that you should have to or that mm-hmm. we want you to. Um, there are some people that are like that because they suffer. They think everybody should fucking suffer. Uh-uh, no, no better, do better. If I fucking suffered, you can learn from my fucking mistakes and you can do better. And that shit exactly. makes me happy because if you can fucking take something that I did that resulted in a lot of pain or shame or whatever and, you know, not make the same fucking mistake, then I am, I've done my job and I can quit. Seriously. Yeah. Like, learn from, do not do what we do. <laughs> don't, yeah. Donnie, don't dust. We are here for you. 
Ah, uh, somehow, surprisingly, yeah. I had that conversation with someone the other day too. The whole like, man, I can't believe I'm not dead conversation. Like you end up in so many stupid situations that you've put yourself in with bad decisions and you somehow are still fucking alive. It's amazing. But anyway, we're just going to punch you in the face to start it today. We love you. I'm going to say that before I knock a couple of your teeth out, but no one's coming to save you. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to let you marinate on that one for a minute. Cause that one hurts. It does. Um, but here's the deal. You're 100% in control. Shit's bad. Ain't no one coming for you. So start swimming. And like, there are going to be extenuating circumstances in everyone's lives where you're like, well, Sadie, you don't fucking know shit about my life. You're right. I don't know shit about your life. But I know that most situations are, I'm not going to say capable, but mm -hmm. like most situations are made to find a way out of. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Um, there are some things where you're just absolutely not going to be able to get out of shit. Like there are systematic things. There's there's social things like there's shit that we as humans, even though we want to change them societally, we can't fucking do anything about it. We're stuck with that shit. We're talking about other things in your mm -hmm. life. You are in control of those things. Be where your hands are and use them to fucking run the buttons and fucking pull the levers. Uh, yeah. Like. For me, it took me a really long time to learn this lesson, uh, well into my mid-20s, almost into my 30s, um, but I learned it the same way that I learned most things in my life, which is the hard way. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like that for me. <laughs> I don't know. People are like, you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, no, no, watch yeah, me. Okay, it's like the it better. <laughs> it's the whole, the you know, if there was a, uh, a giant wall in front of you, instead of using just walking around it, you build a ladder to go over it. Mm -hmm. um, I have done that for the majority of my life with a lot of things. Um, yeah. There's reasons for that. A lot, some of it's trauma, some of it's, you know, whatever, um, some abuse and things like that, where it stunts your, your brain growth a little bit. This isn't necessarily what we're talking about here. We're just saying like, you're going to have to figure things out sometimes. So, yeah. And in a literal sense for me, that situation was when we got hit with that fucking hurricane in 2017. Mm -hmm. Nobody came to help us. I mean, some people came, but it wasn't enough for the need and the impact of what had happened. Like, it mm -hmm. just wasn't enough. I'm not going to argue about that. It just wasn't enough. I'm not going to say people didn't like people did help, but nobody like came to help. You know, mm -hmm. like it wasn't like a giant swarm of people swooped in and were like, OK, here is this and this and this and this. Let me feed your baby while you fucking clean the 12 feet of shit water off your floor. Like mm -hmm. nothing like that. We had to be those fucking people for ourselves. And that is when I learned that nobody is coming to fucking save you, cabron. Nobody's mm -hmm. going to fucking do it. You have to do it for yourself. If you are to the point where you are fed the fuck up and it doesn't matter what situation, it can be your fitness, it can be your nutrition, it can be your life, it could be your job, it could be any interpersonal relationship that you may have, you are in control and can make the fucking change. Yep. A thousand percent. This one really sucks to have to accept regardless of when in your life it happens. Mm -hmm. inevitably there's going to be a moment where you're like, shit, I have to do this. Yeah. Um, and it sucks for a lot of people. And I know it sucks for me. Um, but the moment I was able to accept that made things a lot easier and changed my perspective on a lot of shit. I had to learn it early. Um, for the most likely when I was a kid that I had, to, I was going to have to do things myself, but like Sadie mentioned, there's going to be other instances in your life where maybe you didn't think it applied there. And it does. Yep. Um, that's a, I won't talk about the kid when I was a kid stuff. And I hate the cliche, like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but there's definitely something to that in this regard. Sometimes you're going to have to do things yourself. 
-hmm. It isn't fun. It isn't always easy. Um, I would beg to say maybe 90% of the time it's not going to be easy when you have to realize this or, or, you know, put your best foot forward. But at the end of the day, you're the only one who can do some of these things in life. You're the only, like, for instance, for me, I was the only one when I went back to college for my degree that I graduated with. I know that before, right out of high school, I went for nuclear medicine. That's okay. I used to be a business major. We don't talk about that time. Right. It just didn't, I didn't like it, whatever. But the second time around, I had to do all of that on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to, I paid for all of it myself. I, um, you know, I did everything in my power that I could because (laughs) funny thing about trauma. Sometimes when you, when something happens to you, it can go a couple of different ways. The way that I chose to deal with this was I'm not going to let this person take my life away from me. I'm not going to not succeed or unsucceed, whatever you want to call it because this happened to me, I'm going to fucking make something of myself in spite of this happening to me. Not everybody is able to do that depending on whatever um, circumstances, just overall mental health at the time, whatever. I had to figure out how to do all of that for myself. There is something to being resilient. And I know that a lot of people, you know, throw that word around anymore. Um, But I think that, you know, being able to realize and accept the fact that no one's coming to save you, that you're going to have to do some of these things on your own. You're going to have to be the one who puts in the hard work. You're going to have to be the one that does this, that, or the other thing and makes a plan for stuff. The second that you're able to accept that makes it a hell of a lot easier. And I think more rewarding down the line to be able to say, I fucking did that. I did that. 100%. And it's, it's not, it's not funny, haha, but it is funny, weird how you brought up, you know, how that shaped you, what happened, you know, the same thing was with my brother, you know, my brother was like, do something, go be awesome. And I was like, okay. So, you know, like, of course, this is time of year that, hi, I'm going to cry today. Apparently (laughs) I'm all up in my feels this week. It's fucking Christmas. So it happens. Um, but like, it's a mental health check. Is it a mental health check? If I don't fucking cry for at least five seconds, I mean, come on. Um, but like, I was thinking about this the other day because like the anniversary of his death was last week. And, you know, you think about these things when these things come up this time of year and whatever. And it's like, I hope that in some alternate fucking universe, we are sitting together drinking a Corona and he is telling me how fucking proud he is of me. I don't get that in this timeline, but somewhere I do. Mm -hmm. And I hope it's fucking happening. Like that is that is all I want to do. I just try to make my brother proud. He is the one person that I never wanted to let down. And so, like, I work my ass off to try to be like, yeah, my brother told me on his deathbed, please go do something awesome. So I try, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I succeed at it all the time, but I fucking try. Yeah. <laughs> show up. That's the first step for it. no one's coming to save you. Fucking show up for yourself. Yep. I think you've heard us say that about a million times before, but like, again, therapy is expensive. So we're going to share shit with you that we have learned there. We're not therapists. We've been to quite a few sessions ourselves as clients. Um, but you know, like do the fucking thing. No one's going to do it for you. No one's ever going to do it for you. If you're fucking waiting for someone to do it for you, you're wasting your time. And that literally applies to anything. Again, gym, nutrition, like I don't like want to career have, choices. I, I don't, but like that's the fucking truth. Yep. 
Um, a lot of times it takes getting sick and tired of something in order to change it. We'll talk about habits here later on in the episode, but sometimes everybody's always, especially this time of year is talking about motivation and da 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 da. You know what? I hope you can hear the eye roll I just gave on the fucking yeah. audio. If you're not watching. The like, video. I know I've said this before, but fuck motivation. Seriously. Motivation isn't what keeps you going. You've got to show up for you. You've got to put the plan together. You've got to make the commitment to yourself. Like, sorry for being blunt, but like no one's going to fucking do that for you. We can come on this podcast and keep repeating the same things over and over till we're blue in the fucking face. But ultimately at the end of the day, it starts and ends with you. Yep. This is how it is. I'm not going to mic drop it 16 minutes <laughs> already. That's a really short episode, but like for real, no one's going to, and this is, this applies again, especially with your mental health. If you are, if you are fucking fed up with your mental health, trust me, I know it's easier said than done to just go fucking do the thing, but we have both done the fucking thing. So we're going to tell you do the fucking thing. Yep. Like, um, I've been Instagram, Instagram algorithm fucking knows when to hit me with like the mental health awareness shit or like the, Hey, you're not crazy post when I yeah. need it most. Um, and today I got one where it was, uh, me in therapy talking to my inner child and my inner child's like, well, why aren't they here? And you, you adult, you is like, well, I'm not here for them. I'm here for you. And your inner child gets all fucking upset and like, but they, and it's like, yeah, but you can't fucking control what they do. You can control what you do. Yep. You have no fucking control unless you have children. And even then you don't have full fucking control over another human being. You only have full control over yourself. Mm -hmm. yep. And when your mental health is shit, I know that like clear thinking is like the last fucking thing that happens. But this is why it's helpful to have other people around for you when you're like this, because you need to verbalize that shit so that they can help you see through the forest because you're so caught in the trees. You can't even see your fucking hand in front of your face. Yep. And that's, I understand that it's hard. And sometimes it, here's the thing. People aren't always going to know what to say when you open no. up like that. But, and and but, sometimes like they're speechless. Like I've yeah. said things about my childhood and like people don't do anything but go, huh. And it's like, they're not laughing at me because it's funny, but it's really awkward because they don't know how to react because they've never heard somebody say something like mm -hmm. that before. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, oh, that's experience. And, and it's not anyone's downplaying anything that's happened to you. It's not anyone isn't listening. We also have to, as maybe sometimes mentally unwell people, understand that not everybody struggles the same way that we do. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's difficult for people who don't struggle in that way to wrap their mind around the fact that someone else does. It doesn't mean that they're not listening. It doesn't mean that they don't care. It just means that they don't know the right words to say. They want to be there to support you, but sometimes they don't know how. Even yes. just, and you know, even just having someone listen and have yourself be heard can change things so drastically much. And I know whoever's listening to you right this right now and is like, okay, that's why I'm saying it out loud. Because sometimes I feel like we don't say the things out loud, you know, because. And you need to, because sometimes when you say it out loud, it sounds completely different. Yes. Like you don't realize how irrational that thought was until you verbalize it and you see the feedback on someone else's face. And you're like, wow, that's fucked up. Guess mm -hmm. I should stop with that shit. Yeah. Or I, it's okay. I need to go talk to somebody. Yeah. People can't know that you're struggling or that you need help. People are going to come save you, but sometimes it's because they don't know. You have to throw too. the flag. No one's going to be able to throw the flag for you. 
Exactly. You, and that's ultimately what we're getting at with this whole entire topic is like, yeah, sometimes you're going to have to do the hard stuff yourself. You're going to have to be the self-starter. You're going to be the one that has to put things in motion, but that's exactly the point. You can't put things into motion in order for people to help you if you don't say it out loud. Yep. It sucks They're asking for help. I get it sucks asking for help. You're right. No, people are, I'm not a mind reader. So if someone is struggling with something, I can pick up. Usually I can sense when somebody's stressed out or upset or feeling down, it's but the I can't read. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> but I can't read your mind. I can't know exactly what you're going through with, if you don't say it to me, you know, right. I, I can gather and pick up on things, but I don't know for sure. And sometimes I'm projecting onto other people. So I need you to tell me if something is bothering you, because sometimes maybe I'm upset about something else or I've got things going on and I'm picking up something else because I'm projecting a little bit. Yes. You're going to have to do hard shit yourself, mm -hmm. but it's also okay to ask for help and verbalize when you are not. Okay. And the cool thing about asking for help is after you do it the first couple of times, it's less difficult to do. Mm -hmm. it, it's it just like any other behavior that you pick up. It's just another thing that you do. Yep. And it's, and it doesn't mean that you're weak or, or it's nothing negative. If you need help, people need help from time to time. Like, yeah, yeah you're going to have to, I mean, I know that we just went off on a tangent about how you have to do everything yourself, but that that's the, at the core of it, what we're saying initiative is, like, is what we mean exactly. when no one is coming to save you. That's yes. what we mean. you have to take the fucking initiative. You're not in this alone. That's not what we're saying at all. Yeah. You're not in this alone. Like, but you have to take the initiative to be like, Hey, shit's fucked up. Mm -hmm. and that's what we mean when no one's coming to save you but like asking for help sucks dude i had knee surgery i was laid up completely off my feet for almost like seven weeks like i had to have my husband load me into the fucking shower every day for the first three weeks do you think that was a fun feeling no it's humiliating yeah he's seen me naked a million times he's my fucking husband but i've never had to have another adult help me bathe myself before like that shit sucks mm -hmm. and it's not fun to ask for but you need to fucking do it because otherwise you're going to, you know, get gangrene or your fucking legs going to fall off or whatever. Like shit still needs to get done. And if you can't get it all done yourself right now for whatever fucking reason, it doesn't matter. It's it's okay. Your reasons are valid. We're not we're not even going to touch those. Your reasons are 100 fucking percent valid. But whatever those reasons are, if they are hindering you from getting to where you want to go and you can't do it yourself, ask for help. Please. It's okay. Yes. To ask for help. Yes. I get it. I'm as stubborn as they fucking come. Believe me, I do not like asking for help. But sometimes if I don't, it's going to be worse of an outcome if than if I just tried to dog paddle my way out of it. I've had too many crying conversations at the end of arguments with people I love that end with let me fucking help you that I have learned to just fucking ask for help because that is worse than that feeling at the end of that discussion when someone is sobbing Asking you to let them help you, that feels worse than asking somebody for help and being embarrassed about it. Yep. A lot worse. So Sometimes just push your pride aside Yep. and ask for help when you need it, okay? Yep. There's another part of this too. Personal account accountability is the path to freedom. Owning your bullshit is a whole fucking episode on its own. Go back, search the catalog if you haven't heard it. We did an entire episode on this, but we need to talk about it again because it's important. Yes, it is. And like, and Sasha and I are going to have a lot of personal examples to share with this one too. I know, I know I have quite a few, um, but you hear the word accountability around here a lot because we're big fans of it. We have learned the hard way again that accountability is important more with yourself than with other people. 
Mm -hmm. um, because accountability can help you with setting up expectations and all that shit that we've talked about before too. So when you learn that your words have weight, you learn to use them differently. And that means that your relationships change. Now here's, this is where it's weird for Sasha and I, Sasha and I are professional speakers for a living. Like we talk on public, whatever, all fucking day long, if we want to. Um, we know that like we have a platform and our words have weight, but in our personal relationships, that shit goes out the window sometimes and you fucking forget mm -hmm. mostly speaking for myself, but I know that Sasha has had this happen before too. Cause we've talked about it, but like you, you realize like, Oh fuck the thing I said to me, I said that to someone else and that's fucked up. I shouldn't do that. Like you learn how to speak more kindly to yourself and to those around you. And then you learn how much easier it is to maintain relationships when you don't have relationships based on drama or negativity. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about the quality of friendships and the quality of your life improvement that happens. Yeah, your friend circle is going to get smaller. Because yep. guess what? We all had friends in our lives that fucking thrive on drama and negativity. They're shits. That's what they do. They need to go fucking talk to somebody about their feelings because they're projecting and cutting other people down for fucking no reason most of the time. Yeah. But you learn a lot about people when you set a boundary with them. Um, this is going to annoy some people in your circles. And that's okay. Let them be annoyed. You learn a lot about people when you set boundaries, so pay attention to what they do afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And setting boundaries is a form of personal accountability, by the way. Sure. I still struggle with setting boundaries, but it goes back to that familiar cliche. Again, this is the cliche episode, apparently. You can't fill from an empty pitcher. So if you're unable to be there for you and hold yourself accountable and set those boundaries, how the fuck are you going to be there for anybody else? Seriously. There that is... When people are like, oh, well, you, you're so blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I hold myself to a pretty fucking high standard. I expect you to do the same. Right. And if you can't keep up, then right now you're not for me. Yeah. Like. We've, that's we've the other hung thing. out in the muck. We don't need to go back to that shit. Exactly. And sometimes there's going to be relationships in your life where you just outgrow the friendship. It happens. Person A is here. Person B is here and, and going this way. And that's okay. That's just a part of life. It's the natural cycle of growing up and, and become, becoming wiser, whatever you want to say. Um, but <laughs> I feel like wisdom is just not dying enough times and we just call ourselves wise. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, setting those boundaries is a way of holding yourself accountable because you are then taking care of yourself. It's okay to say no. You don't have to be a yes person. Yep. You don't have to be everybody's everything because then what's left for you? Seriously, like I learned that I learned that the really hard way at the end of my radio career. Um, I was so busy being rock star afternoon show host and doing all the shit that the morning show didn't want to do because they like to show up at 6 a.m. and leave at 1030 every fucking day. But um, like I just <laughs> take shots at morning shows. <laughs> it's never ending battle. Afternoon uh -huh. host versus morning host. <laughs> Two to four is better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but no, like I, I was trying to be everything. I was the fucking music director. I wanted to be the assistant fucking program director. I wanted that fucking office job and the chair and the paycheck that went with it. So I was doing everything that I thought I needed to do necessary to do that. And that was doing literally fucking everything that they told me to do. Well, guess what? I never got a fucking raise. Hmm. My, my ratings bonuses were good, but I didn't get fucking raised for any of the extra shit I did. Staying out at the bar till 2.30 in the morning and then driving back to Omaha and getting home at fucking 4. Didn't get any extra money for that. Like, I was paying all the fucking price for all the work I was giving them. Yep. Like, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yes, we have to have jobs. Yes, like, 
in a perfect world, society would not be what it is and humans wouldn't have to fucking go get a paycheck and we wouldn't have to pay for fucking housing or food or water or any of that shit because we shouldn't have to. Mm. But we do because that's a system we fucking live in. So you have to figure out how to navigate it accordingly. And that means setting boundaries. When I left that job, I made myself a deal that I was never going to fucking work like that again, ever. That's because the, mama killed me. The first thing, and that that's that's... <laughs> When you're in that situation and you've made yourself indispensable, mm-hmm. indispensable, is that the is word I'm looking for? Indisposable, either one, I think. Yeah, well, indisposable, I guess, is, is I'm making up words too. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Formulant word. Um, but that's but, the first thing that I tell to any college class that I talk to. Do not make yourself indisposable because when you make yourself indisposable, you pigeonhole yourself into that box. Yep. Move up. You have to be where you're at because no one else is of that caliber of worker. Not saying we should say no to shit constantly. Yes, go out, try new things, have new experiences, things like that. But when you are putting yourself in that box, you are making yourself indisposable and they can't get rid of you, but they can't move you up either. Yep. So you're, you're actually hindering your career at that point. I did that myself, which is why I always tell people not to do that. <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. And and I can vouch. She does tell them that we've, we've spoken to classes together before. And so she'll say that. And I always say, learn how to say no, mm-hmm. get okay yeah. with saying no to your boss. You're not going to want to say yes to everything anyway, but really get okay with saying no to stuff. Because again, you don't want to make yourself indispensable mm-hmm. or indisposable. Yeah. Or Whichever. Words that start with in and in. anyway um like it's it's okay to have boundaries now we're not saying like and i'm not gonna take shots at anybody but like there is there's i've noticed a change in workplace not i guess culture it's not climate but workplace culture Mm -hmm. and like you see people and they're like well i only want to work 15 hours a week and it's like that's cool if you want to work 15 hours a week but you better have a job that makes you fucking 500 an hour yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Like you can't, there has to be balance. Okay. Yes. Accountability also involves balance. So finding that balance, like, yeah, I get it. I don't want to fucking work as many hours as I work a week. I don't right now. I have to, because there's stuff happening. Can't talk about yeah. it yet, but I realized <laughs> that the payoff of doing this right now inevitably sets our, my whole entire team up for success. So like, okay, cool. Also, like, let's be realistic with with our being balanced here. Like Sadie just said, yeah, I want to. I would love to only work fifteen hours a week. That would be great. But again, in order to pay for all of my bills and things like that, I'd have to get paid like five hundred dollars an hour, and that is not realistic. So, yeah, the the typical work week I think is changing a little bit too. I think a lot of good. yes. Um, taking into account that there's going to be meetings and you have to reply to emails and things like that. So your actual workday is six and a half hours versus eight. Um, so they're giving that, you know, amount of time. Just realize there are extremes in every situation. You don't need to be working 80 hours a week, but you also probably are going to have to work more than 15. Um, Yeah. And and the great thing too, well, the other thing I look at is how much the, the job job culture has changed since you know we entered the job force yeah. as kids like i was making 525 an hour at my first job and that sounds like fucking pitiful at this point it's like yeah. ow my heart 525 but i yeah. maybe had a meat slicer so i guess it was okay right. um, but like 
workplace culture now is so much more healthy than it used to be too. And it's like, they don't realize that either. Mm -hmm. But of course, you're not going to realize that if that's all you've known. But it's like, yo, yeah, you got it good. Yeah, Chill. exactly. <laughs> um, the last the last little piece on, on accountability, just to tie it into the gym and things like that. Again, this also ties into the first topic that we talked about. You're going to have to be the one that keeps you accountable. Yes, it might. It I have found that it's easier when I'm working out with somebody because on the days I really don't want to go they're going to be, you know, I, I'm going to show up for them. That's a mm -hmm. way of keeping myself accountable, but not everybody has access to that kind of a situation. So sometimes you're going to have, like, all you have to do is make a plan. It's easier to execute things when you've got a plan to stick to. Write yep. it in a fucking planner. Get a, a, a little calendar that you can color in on the days that you went to the gym. Like, whatever it looks like for you to keep yourself accountable, do those things. You've got to set those things up, though. You know yourself best, so figure out the things that are going to keep you accountable so it's easier on the days you don't fucking want to. And fuck motivation. Discipline wins the day. Yes. Fuck. I want fuck motivation to be on a T-shirt. Like, motivation. I got to find right? another company because that T-shirt company we were using for our meathead athletics shirts is not great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it Still out. Right? fucking emailed me back after I was like, hey, your shirts are printed like shit. So, oh, shit. Thanks, Redbubble, for nothing. Oh, <laughs> your fucking printed quality was shit. Don't, don't, don't shop at Redbubble. I took the Meathead Athletics store down because it was. I bought some of the shit to make sure it was good. Not all of it was. So you're welcome. I saved you some effort. Um, but yeah. So the third thing that attacked us in this fucking it was only four things on this meme that attacked us. <laughs> we're really talking about it for like an hour. I feel like because we were fucking attacked, and you're gonna hear about it. goddammit. it! But um, create a different life for you that means that you're going to have to do things differently which means you're going to have to create different habits mm. now habits gee i feel like we've talked about this before mm -hmm. huh. it's like it's important or something mm -hmm. it's like it drives your entire life or some shit yeah weird um so i don't really like telling people what to do but i'm going to tell you what to but. do right now. <laughs> uh and we'll put that we can put this in our amazon storefront read the power of habit just fucking do it just it's not that hard of a read it's not that long of a read but it explains how and why habits work when it comes to the gym when it comes to when people are addicted to things when it comes to the way that you fucking buy shit it covers literally every aspect of how habits operate in your fucking life and i think that it is a necessary read to anybody who is wanting to fucking change something in their life i pulled it up on amazon it's got 23,000 ratings, four and a half stars, and it only costs $10. But it also comes with a habit planner mm -hmm. for 2023. It's a productivity organizer to master your habits and change your life. Hashtag not an ad. Yeah. Uh, shit I'm actually looking at while we're talking about it because this is interesting. It is. I'll put links to both in the show notes. It changed my perspective on damn near fucking everything. Yeah, when I understood the why behind some of the things that I was doing. Not not all of them were toxic, but just, you know, even how my brain works. It it it's all fucking tied together. Think about it this way. And I've used this example before. When you back out of your driveway, you don't think about it, right? You don't it's the same process every single fucking time. Guarantee you. You don't think about it. Why don't you think about it? Cuz it's a fucking habit. The 17 steps that it takes for you to get into your car and out of your driveway 
is a habit. You've done it the same way over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's a fucking habit loop. It's important to keep these things in mind because it is, it can take a little while, four to six weeks for a habit to stick. You have to do something repeatedly for four to six weeks in order for it to become a new habit. How you change habits though is different and it requires you to actually think about it. Mm -hmm. If your habit is to come home from work and you want to relax for a little bit and then three hours later you found yourself on TikTok for that long or whatever the hell you're doing or watching TV or mindlessly eating a bag of chips, that's a fucking habit. It's mm -hmm. what you do every time or similar to something that you do on a daily basis. Being able to understand why the inner workings of how habits are made and then how you change habits is very fucking important. If you are wanting to embark on any kind of new journey, let's use the gym for example. If you've fallen off a little bit towards the end of the year, it fucking habit, it fucking habits, <laughs> it fucking happens. It does happen. But you've right. now created a new fucking habit. However it fell off is probably you falling back into an old fucking habit that you had before. Think about this critically. That's why we put, I mean, this one really stood out to me and I love talking about habits because it's very interesting to me, just like the intricacy of what they are, but also how simple they are. Mm -hmm. You have to change one thing in this habit loop in order for you to change the habit. You have to change the reward. You have to change the cue. There's three parts to a habit loop. Read the power of habit. Just fucking do it. And please. if you use the planner, they have a fucking habit loop in there for you that you can look at. Like, seriously. Yes. I, I was just looking at this thing. I'm like, God damn, this thing's great. I yeah, it's, I I love it. I, I think it's super important. But uh, you have right. also- Merry like, Christmas to us. I'm buying us fucking habit planners right now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But when you're, when you're trying to create- a new life where you're trying to change something in your life, it is going to require you to change some of the habits that you have established, especially when it comes to the gym. That's why we talk about planning so fucking much. You've got to have a plan for real. A, an accountability plan for yourself is going to help you change those habits. And once you start doing something, it just becomes what you do. So we've said that before. Start going to the gym, even if it's three days a week. Pick what days you're going to go to the fucking gym. Stick to those fucking days. And when you do it over and over again for about a month and a half, it just becomes what you do. Yep. And that's all you got to do. So when we say show up, that's what we mean. Just fucking go. You don't even have to do anything outlandish while you're there. All right. I literally just placed the order. They'll be here on Wednesday. <laughs> um, but like, don't, don't overcomplicate it. And you hear me say that a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's because people... People love to overcomplicate things. And I know that the simple shit isn't always the most sexy. It's actually honestly never the most sexy thing in the room. But the simple shit is oftentimes what fucking works because it's tried and true. It's the most simple thing that you can fucking do to reach your goal. Yep. What is that most simple fucking thing that you can do to reach your goal right now? Do it. Just Go. do it. Go. This is as much for me as it is for you because I haven't been working out lately. So I need to stop fucking playing video games at two in the afternoon and go in my fucking garage and lift weights. But I haven't been because it's cold out and my knee feels like shit and I've been finding excuses. So don't be like Sadie, okay? Well, and that's the other thing too. Isn't it funny how, how easy it is to make excuses when, oh, God, you, yeah. when, you, when you, especially like when it comes to the gym, the second you fall off, Honestly, the excuses become the habit, right? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing how easy I can come up. This is accountability, though. This yes. is the other thing with accountability that I was going to talk about that I didn't talk about. Making excuses and lying. When you stop doing those two things, your life gets so much more simple and easy. 
if you don't want to do something is born of a person that loves to lie like your life is so much easier when you choose to just not when you don't want to do something say you don't want to Mm -hmm. it's okay i would much rather somebody say i don't want to do that than make up excuses and like lie about it like yeah Okay, you don't want to do it. That's totally fine. Like, and all you have to do, is, sorry, I'm not feeling it today. That's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. That's Stop all I have to say. Trying to not hurt people's feelings. <laughs> yeah, because when you do shit like that, you're gonna end up hurting their feelings worse because they're gonna find out that you fucking lied to them. Yes, exactly. And that's no like. Mm. We need to do an episode about lying, I think, for one of our mental health checks. Not next month, but like one of those. We should probably talk about that because that's an interesting cycle and snowball of shit that grows downhill so fast. Hmm. And usually the first person that's happening to is yourself. Yeah, it's real messy. It's real messy. Just be honest with people for fuck's sake. You owe it to them and you owe it to yourself. Yeah. Don't be a fake. Fake people suck. Speaking, we have enough motherfuckers in the world. Speaking of fake, this last one. Oh, God. Not everyone will want what's best for you, and that's fucking fine. It is. It's fine. There are people that want to see you fail, and that's okay. It says more about them than it does about you. Certainly so. does. This one sucks a lot, and it's. I think it's pretty hard to compartmentalize it, tuck it mm-hmm. away um, once you accept it. You're going to have to accept it. A lot of these are radical acceptance things. Yeah. Um, you're yeah, just going to have to Whether or not you it. want to, you're going to have to. It's life. Yeah. Um, it's true, though. Some people just don't fucking like you. And they will want to see you fail. And that's okay. Um, you're going to have to learn to live with it. Um, and I feel like the second that I swallowed this pill, <laughs> it's still hard to accept sometimes. It's the people pleaser in me. But the second that I accepted the fact that I'm just not going to be everybody's cup of tea, uh, it also takes a little bit of confidence and belief in yourself in order to be able to accept it. But it helped my confidence quite a bit. I don't really fucking care uh, anymore if, if someone likes me or not. Does it bug me initially? Did I struggle with that mightily when we first moved into this new neighborhood two years ago? Fuck, yes, I did. I complained Dude, about it. I mean, yeah. That's great. I was so, I was obsessed with the fact that these people didn't like me. It's okay. It's just your neighbors. They don't have to be your friends. The second I, this right. half of them weren't even my neighbors. Um, but the second I accepted right. the fact that, like, okay, fucking whatever. Like, not everybody's going to like me, and that's fucking okay. I'm still going to be myself. I'm yep. going to be me. I won't be over here doing my fucking thing. I don't need to even worry about it. Like you're not, what you're doing over there is no effect on me. So why do I give a shit? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK. And we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. 
Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, we've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash MTK, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash MTK, and get 10% off of your first month today. And that's, that's the conversation. God, how many times have I had to have that conversation with my husband in the fucking 13 years, or 14 years almost, that we've been together? Like, he's like, but dude, you don't even want to fucking do what they're doing. I'm like, but I know what they're doing it. And he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. And I'm like, God damn it. The logic, again, always with you. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's... It's a tough fucking pill to swallow, especially when everybody wants to be liked by everyone, even though that's not rational because you don't even like everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, especially in a job like ours, where our job is very much performance based on whether or not people like us. I'm just going to be honest about it. That is you decide as a listener whether or not I get to keep my job based on how much you fucking like us. And especially in radio, because you used to get blind fucking surveys where they'd send them out and be like, what stations do you listen to? And I would have to hope that you could fucking remember my radio station's name and remember my name and remember what time I'm on. Like that's a lot of fucking trust to put in people based on job performance to keep your fucking job. But like, that's how it is sometimes in radio and in broadcasting in general. So like, it was really tough for me and it was really tough for me to learn that people that I used to work with wanted to see me fail because mm -hmm. those used to be my fucking colleagues. And it's like, really, motherfucker? Okay, well, I'm going to go not fail and I'm going to go not fail so great that you have to fucking hide because you're so fucking embarrassed that I know this about you. I never want to fucking see you again. And there are a lot of people like that in my life. There are a lot of people that when I moved back to Omaha and Sasha and I started our podcast again, came out of the fucking woodwork to be my friend because I was a media personality again. Y'all can get fucked. You weren't there when it was important. You were there when you needed fake shit and you needed to make yourself look good. Like, that's how I dealt with it. And you can tell people that if they want you to fail, they all can get fucked too. Because oh, go out there and fucking kill it. Well, a thousand percent. And also remember that any flack that's being thrown your way that isn't true or is just downright me and is not a reflection of you. That yep. is a, a projection from that person. Yep. I, it's really interesting when shit goes south in your life and you see who's around and then stuff comes back and you're crushing it again. And then you see who wasn't around that decides to fucking come back. Mm -hmm. Remember yep. those people. Don't yep. talk to them. Yeah. And it, I mean, there isn't like a whole lot really to add to this because it's just something that you have, you have to accept. Like mm -hmm. not everybody wants you to win. Nope. And that's okay. Like 
There are people that want Josh and I to actively fail. I know there are. I know there are. And I don't give a shit. Watch us. Watch us fucking not. We have fucking done so many things that should have ended us to the point that, like, we aren't going to fucking stop. So if you don't like us, tough shit. We're not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our contracts are getting renewed for 2023. So y'all can pound sand. <laughs> it's just, I like the second that I like, it also takes a level. I mean, I, I'm not, oh, wow. Woo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Um, I know that I already said this kind of, but like, it takes a little bit of confidence in order to accept this and it like does. fucking flip. Fuck, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. Um, The best feeling ever is when you know that there are people out there that don't want you to succeed and you know that you're succeeding and it fucking bothers them. That's the best revenge. Living a happy life. Yes. Living a happy life is the best fucking revenge. Yes. End of story. Be unapologetically yourself. Let your freak flag fly, baby. That's what makes you, you. And I love absolutely love seeing people come into their own and just be unapologetically themselves. You don't need to wear what everybody else wears. You don't need to talk how everybody else talks. You don't have to be fucking nice if you don't want to be fucking nice, unless you're being malicious to other people. Don't be a fucking dick bag. You yeah, know what don't, I mean. don't, be, don't be a troll. We're not <laughs> yeah. saying don't be a troll, but like, if you don't want to fucking be nice to people that aren't nice to you, don't be nice to them. Like nobody says that you have to like, okay, so this is, this is a thing that I But learned. be fucking nice. You know what I mean? Be fucking what nice. <laughs> be fucking nice. The golden rule. The golden rule applies. Treat others as you would like to be treated, but that also applies when someone fucks with you. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is something I learned when I read the Satanic Bible, just FYI, is that you are allowed to smite people when they fuck with you. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Yeah. So just be unfuckwithable and people yeah, will leave yeah. you alone. Yep. Um, I mean... Fuck them. Like, fuck literally, them. fuck the haters. Like, this fuck is them. a cliche episode, whatever. And haters um, do not fuel you. Haters live rent free in your head, too. So don't let them fucking, like, don't yeah. give them mind. And it's hard to say, like, it's easy to say that and hard to actually do it. But it's like, stay in your lane, bro. This is why we say stay in your lane. You know, the haters are there. Let them fucking creep your Instagram story with their fucking accounts that they use to to use like a fake look at my titties profile on Instagram to look at your shit because they're cowards and don't want to actually show their face on your fucking timeline receipts. But like, let them do that shit. Let them be petty. Petty bitches going to be petty bitches. You're fucking better than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We know that the holidays are hard. Um, So if you need anyone to talk to just because like, and you're at a family function or something and it fucking sucks, you can always email us. Make sure that you uh, follow us on our socials. Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except for Twitter, which is MTK staff. You can email us at hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Show notes, as always, will be on the website at meatheadtestkitchen.com. And don't forget that we have programming available. And Sadie, do you have any open spots for nutrition and coaching? Um, I have a couple spots open, but I we are full of new announcements. Um, I'm getting my strength and conditioning certificate. So that's a thing oh. I'm fucking with in 2023. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, no, I've got, I think I got like one or two spots left for each. So if you want to hit that up, meatheadathletics.com. Um, yeah, programs, merch. Come see us January 20th at fucking Hill Varsity Club. Let's hang out and have a mocktail. Yes. Yeah laugh at stupid shit we say yeah let's do it it's a date we we love you very much be fucking nice like don't be 
an asshole outright, but be an asshole if you're an asshole. You know what I mean? That's what we mean when we say be fucking nice. Happy uh, Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, joyous whatever you celebrate. I don't even know. There's so many holidays that happen in the month of December that I can't fucking keep track of them all. But happy whatever. Hopefully you enjoy it. My atheist ass is going to be sitting at home eating potato chips and watching cartoons all weekend. Love it. <laughs> Until next time. Yeah, it does get to help. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.